Hey, what's up everybody? It's Aaron with Hex Life and Style. In episode four, I interviewed Justin Hutchins of Vintage Hutch. Justin talks about his obsession with Marlboro gear and how he's been doing some really cool one-of-one pieces during the quarantine. So grab your drinks, sit back, and enjoy episode number four with Justin Hutchins of Vintage Hutch. Justin Hutchins of Vintage Hutch. Justin, what's up, my man? What's going on, man? Not a lot. Trying to trying to keep my sanity. I tell you, the, doing, Absolutely. These, doing these interviews has been great because it's been able, I mean, actually, you know, although we're doing it via, via Zoom, it feels like right. we can have a conversation and I feel like I'm um, back to reality a little bit. But uh, so what Absolutely. are you getting into? To be honest, uh, I've been messing with clothes a little bit. I've been doing some one-on-one stuff. I, I've been doing some some hand-dyeing, some tie-dyeing, um, hanging out, really. I've gotten real good at Call of Duty. I uh, didn't know I'd ever be that good at Call of Duty. But uh, I've been buying. I've been doing a lot of online buying. Uh, that's really about it. Like, I don't do a whole lot. I go to Kroger every day, it feels like. I noticed you've been running a lot. I saw I saw I, it on your personal. I have. I run a ton um, every day, just about uh, a couple miles a day on a local farm, but it just passes time. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, let's jump right into it, man. So basically what I'm trying to do is I'm giving everybody a behind-the-scenes look at some of their favorite in- Instagram handles and give right. a – kind of an inside look of the, the, the vintage industry and kind of their thoughts on where it's going, how they got into it and all that. So we'll kind of jump right in. So kind of give the, the viewers, giving them an idea, you know, how long have you been in the, the vintage um, game, kind of thrifting, not only selling, but collecting as well, and then kind of give them an idea of, of how you got started and how you got into it. Well, I mean, I've been going to flea markets since I was a little kid. Like, my dad, me and my dad would do that on weekends. Uh, we would go to the Georgetown Flea Market when it was up and running. Um, so, I've really been around the thrift, I guess, since I was a little boy. But um, I started collecting probably three or four years ago. I was just, I was a big eBay buyer. Um, and then I started selling um, probably about a year ago. But I've always been kind of into the vintage style um into the vintage game yeah yeah what um so what what is what do you what do you collect what do you like well first off would you say that you're a collector first or a a reseller first i'm 100 percent a collector first 100 percent. yeah so what do you collect i have a weird obsession with marlboro stuff i collect anything and everything marlboro i have everything from the bags to a money clip like that's what that's my wallet right now is a marlboro money clip um anything everything i've never smoked a cigarette in my entire life it's so weird that i collect marlboro stuff but uh and i collect it in my mouth (laughs) but i love i love everything like all the adventure stuff i have all the bags i have the the sleeping bag i have the backpack i have tons of duffel bags and they just like they're just there yeah yeah what uh, I think the first time that I met you, um, we did a, a pop up together, and you were right yeah. next to me. 
And I remember when the first time I met you, I think you were head to toe Marlboro. And then you, then you, 100%. Like every bag, I remember the first bag you pulled out, there was a, it was the big Marlboro adventure bag. And then you brought another one out, another one out. I was like, damn, this guy, this guy. I love Marlboro. I have Marlboro sweatsuit. I have the, I have the sweatpants. I'm looking for the, uh, there's actually a pair of sweatpants that I cannot find. They're the menthol uh, Marlboro sweats. So instead of the red and white, they're white and green. You know, I've seen I've seen a couple people posting some of the menthol stuff, and I guess I didn't even realize it existed. But man, I, I looked, didn't either. I love. That. I didn't know it existed at all. Yeah, I love that green and white, man. That's now I I I, I don't keep any of the marble stuff I get. I usually don't keep. I have a bag. I have a duffel, um, and I just use it to kind of transport stuff back and forth. Right. And because I, it's made it's made so well, and it's also got so many different compartments. So exactly. I like that. But if I find a Marlboro menthol tea or something to that effect, I'm 100% keeping that. For sure. Absolutely. I love that colorway. So let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned the tie-dyes and the one-of-one -one pieces that you've been right. doing. And I've noticed a lot of them on Instagram and you're doing a phenomenal job. Talk a little bit about that. What's your kind of, are you, are you taking stuff that maybe normally wouldn't sell and trying to give it its own life? Or are you, are you just having fun with it and just, trying to be creative and, and, and seeing, seeing if people like it. Well, I'm kind of having fun with it at the same time, but I also like just putting my personal twist on some things. And I'm sure you can testify to this. Like uh, sometimes when we're in the thrift and we're simply buying, when we get home, we realize that something has a flaw. Mm -hmm. Like you buy, you buy a crew neck and it has a stain and it's like, I like, and you oxy it and the stain doesn't come out what am I going to do with this? So I don't mind buying stuff like that. If I know I can die. Yeah. Um, on one of those that I did the Notre Dame sweatshirt, it was filthy. Like I, I think I gave it like three oxy baths and it was eventually like, I'm just going to throw it away. I was yeah. like, you know what, let's try this. And it came out, it came out great. Oh yeah. I saw the combination of the, the uh, sweatshirt and the jeans you did together and yeah. the one as well. Both those were crazy, crazy cool. And that Notre Dame, I love that. That I like that. Um, I think it's like that Paisley type. The Paisley print, yeah. Print yep. of Notre Dame, anyways, but with the aqua tie dye, man, it really popped. I like that a lot. So we'll keep doing that, definitely. I mean, I, you know me, I'm kind of the bleach. I love bleaching and tie dye and trying different styles. Now, I've, there's been a huge run on bleach, so I haven't been able to find any bleach. Me neither. It's been it's been a complete drought right now. I've been able to. I had some stored so i was able to do some things but they've got to be pieces that i really want to do yeah i'm going to try something um as soon as i as soon as i can get some bleach um I, i've got a lot of tie dyes and different dyes so i'm going to do i'm going to try something i'm going to do a dark dye on a shirt um and then what i'm going to do is let that set in i'm going to let it dry wash it and then dry it and then i'm going to yeah. try do a reverse bleach okay some some um some different swirls and stuff on it to see how that comes out. I'm hoping, yeah. and I don't know that it will, but I'm hoping if I use just enough bleach, what it'll do is, is it'll dark, keep the, the dark dyes and then really lighten the other dye, making it look Absolutely. like, kind of like, like uh, more like a pastel type tie dye. Yeah, that's we'll crazy. We'll see. But um, we'll talk about the shirt you got on, man. The Tupac. Oh, man. My Tupac, Tupac shirt. Tea, you pulled that one where? I, I, it came out of a bin. I'll say it came out of a bin. Uh, I pulled it at the bins. 
and it was folded up. Like, I, I didn't know what it was at first, and I literally just pulled it, and I said, oh, my God, this is – if this is what I think it is, then I'm about to go home. Uh, and it was. Uh, it's on a it's on a good tag. Uh, it's double-sided, um, and this thing will probably never leave my closet. Nobody can ever offer me enough money for this. It seems like – I remember the day you – I think you shot me a message or I saw it on Instagram You the day you pulled that. And I have to say, I've not seen it in person yet, but just from this video, it looks even better. The color is popping on it. It's amazing. Yeah. I wouldn't, I definitely would hold on to it. I'd have some fun with that. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, that's your thing, anyways. You like the rap tees and exactly. I enjoy it. So well, let's talk and about I, And the other ones that I pulled, like I pulled different ones before and they just didn't fit. So, like I always said, if I ever found one in the trenches, that I was gonna and it, and it fit me, then I was gonna keep it, and that's just that's what I did. Yeah, that Tony, you I remember you pulled that Tony Braxton, and it was yep, it was nice too, but uh, it was what well, it was smaller, right? It was tiny, yeah, it was tiny. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the shirt I've got on. By the way, you yeah. got this one, right? Yes, sir, that's a good yeah, one. I got I got this one off of you, and I absolutely, absolutely. love it. Now I've gained a few pounds during the quarantine, so I'm gonna <laughs> have to I'm gonna have to, to to slim down to keep wearing it, but uh, but I love this shirt. So let's talk a little bit about uh, if people that maybe might not know you, you know, not only are you into the vintage, uh, vintage scene really heavy, right. but you're also into the shoe game. Absolutely. Uh, you've been in the shoe game for a long time. I think um, I just, just by looking at your Instagram from when you were back in college and all of that. So you've been a collector for quite a while. Talk a little bit about that, man. What, what do you like and, and um, how long you been collecting? I have been collecting shoes for I guess hoarding shoes more than collecting uh probably like six years uh seven years since I was yeah yeah probably about seven years um I like any type of wild color as far as a shoe I'm probably gonna buy it like um I have my favorites uh I love Jordan ones um I love Air Force ones just about any type of Air Max I'm gonna wear um and I think for me personally, a whole outfit starts with the shoe itself. Yeah. Um, and you can't really get a, a good fit off if you have a, you know, a, a weak shoe, yeah. um, regardless of whatever else you put on. If your shoe doesn't, you know, vibe with you, then it's not, the, the fit's not going to go. Dude, that's, I've been doing it all wrong. That's where, that's where I'm going wrong because I start with the t-shirt. Bottom up. Then, no, then, bottom then up. the jeans, then the jeans or the pants. And then I put the shoes on and I change shoes at least 50 times. Cause I'm like, this looks <laughs> Bottom up. Yeah. Hey, I, that's a good pointer. I mean, I'm going to try that moving forward for sure. <laughs> so talk a little bit. Um, so talk a little bit about you, you know, you, you, you're in the vintage industry for a little bit, but you, but you are still kind of new to it. What are some trends that you see coming after quarantine and after all the, the green light comes back on and all that, what do you see? What are some trends? maybe that you see coming up what are some what what kind of where do you see the the vintage uh vintage scene going um i think it's it's i hope it goes this way but i think people are slowly starting to get back into the the thrashed idea of t-shirts and mm -hmm. jeans and whatnot because you know when i first started like if i would pull a really dope shirt but it had holes in it people would be like no like i'm not doing that 
And then, you know, thankfully for, like, you know, Kanye, Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky, those dudes have started to wear band tees and T-shirts that are just whooped. Yeah. And people are like, oh, like, that's actually really dope. So I hope that kind of trends to normal people or people who I, you know, sell to will be okay with buying a shirt with holes in it. You know, it's funny you said that because I've always worn, like, a lot of my – a lot of my – my uh, shirts that I absolutely love, they have like the, the small holes or they're wearing at the neck, you know. Right. Um, and I just ordered one, man. I, I got, I found one on Depop yesterday and I cannot wait. So I'm a Beastie Boys, huge Beastie Boys guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found the Beastie Boys Dynamite. And it is thrashed, but I got it for a crazy, crazy cheap price, man, on Depop from a guy. And um, it's funny because I didn't even know this, but I bought it because I, like I said, I wanted to, one of them I didn't have and I wanted it. And um, I bought it and I looked it up online and it's Travis Scott. It's the one Travis Scott wore with the, with the, the, uh, the TNT thing and then the beast. Yeah. And then it says dynamite on the back. And I, I had no idea what the value of the shirt was. And I paid like pennies on the dollar for it. Yeah. So I'm got my fingers crossed because when it gets here, I know it's got some holes and some wear to it, and they promised me it wasn't dry rot. So we'll see. But I'm super pumped about that shirt. I can't wait. The, it's 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 amazing what those guys can do for us. Like I would have never thought that if you know a shirt like I could have a shirt in here just hanging out that's you know a fifteen dollar t shirt or you know a twenty five dollar t shirt or whatever. But if Kanye or Travis or ASAP or one of those guys put it on, or even one of the one of the girls like Tiana Taylor, if she puts it on, it goes through the roof. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and it's crazy how they can literally change and shape the whole game itself. It does. I mean, it, I was talking to uh, I was talking to uh, Thomas of Flashback Heat about that same thing. He was referring to the Megadeth T-shirts, and it's crazy because. Um, you know, it just, it, it go, they, they're basically setting the scale or setting the value of what a t-shirt Absolutely. is, which is, which is kind of, I guess, kind of cool, but at the same time, it hurts the industry, I think a little bit. But it's a gift and a curse. It it's is. a gift and a curse. It definitely is. It definitely is. So I, that's kind of my thing too. The American Thunder tees were so, so yeah. popping, so hot. And I, 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 I foresee them slowing down and the price really dropping out of the bottom yeah. of the over the next few months. Um, I could be completely wrong. I don't know. But the good thing is, is I think if you jumped on that train early and you were able to get grab onto a couple or find a couple, you were able to get a good amount of money out of right. them when they were hot. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, um, talk to me just a little bit about kind of um, what you think it's going to look like after all this, after kind of the green light comes on, after the quarantine um, I know it's probably it's been tough for all of us to really source and find a lot of good stuff. Talk to what you see, you think coming out of this, and also kind of speak to. I know you don't want to give up what your what you've been how you've been sourcing, but have you been finding some good things out there on eBay and on Depop? Yeah, I have. I uh, I, I got a, a, a Depop tea the other day. Um, the positive. Uh, positive history it's, it's a black history tea um i think i paid like you know next to nothing for it 
and I just happened to look it up. It's on a Casey Colors, um, and it's going for like a buck thirty. And I was like, wow, like, gratefully it was a personal, but um, that was one of my good ones. I got two good hats in today and yesterday. Both of those were snipes. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'm I'm in some bidding wars right now on eBay, but after this whole thing sets aside, I think. Uh, I think a lot of people before, I think before it ends, a lot of people are going to sell out. Um, I think there will be a point to where people need the money. So they're going to start selling stuff that they probably wouldn't normally sell, which is okay with me because I'm going to buy and I don't have a problem buying. Um, but after it's all said and done, I think there will be less of us uh, as far as resellers go and hopefully more consumers. Hopefully people are starting to see um the recycled clothes and it's not just about you know vintage itself but you know making money and all that stuff but um some stuff is just dope like some clothes are just dope and where you can find them i think more people are going to thrift which is also a gift and a curse for me and you because you know a regular joe may walk into a thrift that we go to every day we're not there and he pulls a you know 200 rt or whatever but yeah um I think I think it's kind of up in the air. There's a lot of gray areas where the where the vintage game will be after this is all said and done. I don't really know. Um, I hope it's good. Um, yeah, I think I, we all make it though. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. I think a lot of people will kind of sell out and get out of it. You know, just because it, it uh, maybe they have something else kind of in front of them and 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 they don't have financially or aren't able to kind of keep going. Um, I think we'll see the prices drop on a lot of stuff. Which yeah. I think could be could be good. I mean, if you want to sell, I mean that's the key. I mean, if you can, but my what I'm what I'm thinking about right now is I'm I'm obviously not the stuff that I really really think that will will be worth something, you know, years and years and years to come. I'm sitting to the side. That's a firm price. But yeah, a lot of this other stuff that's just kind of seems to be a trend or popular at the time. I think setting a level price on it and letting it go and just I think we'll have good buyers out there because honestly, I don't think people will be wanting to go spend a lot of money on clothing at that point. No. And, no, um, no, and I don't think, you know, what, if anything, people have spent more time on Instagram through this whole quarantine and right. they're starting to look at different styles and looking at different things or they're yeah. trying to change this about themselves. So you actually may have more people that weren't even, you know, aware of the, the yeah. kind of the, the vintage scene and, and going from that standpoint, they may start trying to dress that way or change their style completely. Well, who knows? I, I agree with what, a lot with what you said, but um, so what do you, um, one of the other things, so we'll, we'll move forward here. One of the things that I've been doing with everybody is a PSA. So a public service. And okay. I got this idea because I remember the cartoons I used to watch in the eighties and nineties growing up. It seemed like every G.I. Joe, He-Man, all of them had a PSA. So right. for you, Vintage Hutch, the people, what would your PSA be if you were just talking to people out there? And it doesn't have to be thrift-related or vintage-related. It can just be about life. What would that okay. PSA be? Um, speaking right now is in the times that we live in, uh, I've, I've lived by this statement my entire life. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. Um, and that's just something that I've always lived by. That's something that's just always been instilled in me. If you're going through a tough time, 
I promise you it's not going to last. Um, and that has nothing to do with the thrift. I love the thrift. Um, I love everything about the game that I'm in. But right now it's not – it's about making sure that we make it to the end of this quarantine. Like a lot of people don't know where their money's coming from or whatever the case may be. But tough times don't last. Yeah. I love it, man. That's 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 awesome. I love that. I love that for sure. Well, listen, man, I won't take any more of your time. Get back out there. I know you probably got a lot of stuff to post. That's the sucky part of all this is is posting it and, and getting it all out there. To yeah, have- I've got piles and piles of clothes that I need to take pictures of. So maybe that's maybe that'll give me something to do. I don't know. Cool, brother. Listen, Justin, I appreciate it. And um, hey, stay safe and uh, and we'll be talking here soon, okay? All right, buddy. Okay, see you, buddy. What's up, guys? We're back with Justin uh, Vintage Hutch. We're going to do a quick heat check with Justin really quick. What's your favorite food? Uh, spaghetti. Favorite movie? Uh, remember the Titans. That's a good one. Favorite uh, food, or, I mean, favorite musician or band? Musician or band. Right now, uh, band, ACDC, uh, musician uh, or rapper, Nipsey Hussle. Okay. R.I.P. Okay. Yes. What's your celebrity crush? Deanna Taylor. Who? Oh, Deanna Taylor. I love okay. you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, brother. Well, listen, I appreciate it, man. It's been great. Take care Absolutely. of yourself, and we'll talk later. Yes, sir. See you, buddy. Bye. So I hope everybody enjoyed episode number four with Justin Hutchins of Vintage Hutch. That's an absolute tongue twister. But if you're not following Justin, go to at vintage underscore Hutch on Instagram. He has some great content, and he does some really cool one-of-one pieces as well. I like what Justin said. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. I think that's a great message for all of us right now. I know we're all kind of living a different life, and probably some of us are out there struggling day to day. But listen, keep your heads up. We will come out of this and stay strong. I hope everybody's doing well, and I'll see you next week.